The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Now we're all feeling a little better, a little calmer, and unfortunately, Matt Nagy doesn't like that, and he has come along and done his best to rile us up all over again with a couple of different things. One, he went on Chris Collinsworth's podcast and said that that there was no scenario where Justin Fields could be the week one starter. Now, some people like RJ have said that if you go listen to the full thing, that he kind of couched it a little and it's not as bad as it seems. But RJ, Matt Nagy wasn't done talking because according to the Chicago Sun-Times, Nagy laid out the quarterback depth chart for the Bears. Andy Dalton, one. Justin Fields, two. Nick Foles, three. Which is fine, but here's the quote. He said, there will be a process and a plan. We will stick to that. That plan is not going to change tomorrow. That plan is not going to change in training camp. The plan is a plan, and it's been thought out. All three of those guys know that you need to produce, and you need to play well, you need to compete, and you need to be the best quarterback you can be. And then it's going to be really pretty easy for us to see who that is and how that goes. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Bears' plan, Kate, when... Their plan originally was Mitchell Trubisky, and then he sucked. So they went and gave out a, gave up a fourth-round pick for Nick Foles, and he was the plan. And then guess what? He sucked, and now they got Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. So how much confidence can you have in any plan coming from Nat Nagy and Ryan Pace? I'm going to go do a throwback to 1994 here, where Phoebe of my beloved show Friends All was right. sitting there and said – I don't even have a plus in reference <laughs> to a plan. And that is what I feel like Matt Nagy doesn't even have a plus. It just, I'm sorry. You know what? This has to be the most stubborn man alive because we've been watching him execute offensive plays that don't work. We've been watching him just bullishly approach the way that he, he gets these ideas in his head. And it's so infuriating to watch. I mean, the, the brilliancy of coaching and being able to make, uh, you know, changes in the game plan. That's what makes you a good coach and being able to analyze the situation there, making halftime adjustments. Like this is kind of like the halftime adjustment for Matt Nagy. He's down 20 and we're only two quarters in. And he's like, no, I think we're good. Like we got this. Like I don't need to make an adjustment. That's, that's crappy coaching period. And you know what, you should be approaching this with a mindset, you know, like I think there were just, there were ways that you could have said, yeah, like we're coming in Dalton's our guy. We, we signed him to be that guy, but we're going to give everybody an opportunity to be the one we've heard great things about Justin Fields so far. I don't know why you're trying to bury him on a depth chart for literally no reason. What is the upside with Andy Dalton? There is none. So first of all, uh, fantastic friends reference, Kate, the one with Thank George Steph- the one with George Stephanopoulos is yes. the episode in question. Um, I remember this episode vividly uh, because in the Friends fictional universe stats, that episode took place on October 20th. Uh, Ross was celebrating a, we'll call it a particular anniversary with his ex-wife ah, yes. um, at the time uh, at the New York Rangers game with Joey and Chandler. Kate, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but people do say that I look like Ross. I've gotten that um, for a majority of my life. So um, I totally every- believe it. Yeah, everything went full circle here. Stats, you weren't part of it. It was just a special thing that Kate and I had. Sorry. Uh, but second of all, um, to uh, another pop culture point, I mean, a show that 
was nowhere near as good as trends, but Matt Nagy does need to make adjustments and go get it energized. Shout out to Maggie from How I Met Your Mother, of course. Um, and I don't, but I don't, I'm not like panicked by this. I'm not saying that either of you are, but like, Kate, you said buried on the depth chart. He's second, you know, like, he's, I mean, I, I'm sorry. You know what? So I'm going to consider Andy Dalton dead weight. And if okay. I'm under dead weight, I'm buried. Okay. But I just, I mean, I, I, it is annoying that he's going through the, the standard, like, you know, for lack of a better term, like shaking hands and kissing babies of the off season when you have a rookie head, uh, rookie quarterback, but this is, this is it. Like, this is what you do. And for whatever dumb reason, I mean, every coach in this situation feels the need to do it. Uh, for what it's worth on the Collinsworth podcast, uh, Chris did ask Nagy about being in Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes was a rookie. And talking. everybody obviously knows how he's sad. He learned from Alex Smith. And to Nagy's credit, he said, look, this is not that. Andy Dalton has not been here as long as Alex was in Kansas City. Like, there's a lot of new things here. I think Matt Nagy's just, you know, he's laying up right now, you know. But but to your point, Kate, he's he's run out of time. Like Matt Nagy needs to be going for it at every opportunity that presents itself. It's not the second quarter, Kate. That was the only issue I had with your analogy. It's <laughs> two minutes to go in the fourth, and he's down multiple scores. He's hanging on to his job by a threat. Justin Fields is the only reason he has a chance to maintain his status as head coach of the Bears. And to put him at second string is just absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense. And I can't help but wonder if all of this goes back to that stupid tweet that they put out with the picture of Andy Dalton that says QB1. I just wonder if Andy, they put that out there. They set the expectation. Andy Dalton saw that. He said, okay, I'm QB1. And now all of a sudden it's got thrown into the mix and they didn't want Andy Dalton to throw a hissy fit. And so this is the box that they've put themselves in. So is Kyle Shanahan is ill decided, ill divided? I don't know what word I'm saying. Is is Kyle Shanahan is as wrong as Matt Nagy is for not unquestionably saying that Trey Lance is his starter right now? Because there's an argument to be made that Jimmy Garoppolo is even worse than Andy Dalton. And so like entertaining any kind He's of He's a winning idea, quarterback though. I mean, like, I, I mean, say what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, and stats you could, is about to come for you, Kate. Watch, watch you, out here. <laughs> you can say, I'm just saying, you could say anything you want about Jimmy Garoppolo, but he has one game. So at least he has that in his corner. I mean, Andy Dalton, he is literally a, he's a purgatory quarterback. So Jimmy is worse than that though. Like you're right. That Jimmy's resume is nice. But if, if the, if the point at hand is like, you're putting somebody under dead weight. There's no question that Trey Lance is being put under that in Jimmy. Well, hold on. Hold on though. Cause also, Kyle... Trey Lance hasn't played. He, he hasn't played football. Oh, in a now very she's down your time. quarterback stats. Oh I, my no. gosh. But they're not, you don't put them in the same box because Kyle Shanahan literally just said on a podcast last week that Jimmy is the starter right now. But if Trey gets in there and lights it up, he has no problem making him the starter week one. So Kyle like didn't. That- I feel like that's what Matt Nagy said, though. You know, like, ultimately, oh, to your no, point, Matt- Kate, maybe he could have been prettier with the, the terminology that he used. But I I feel like that's the point. He, I don't think in any universe Matt Nagy has decided, I am never going to start Justin Fields this year. I'm going down with the Andy Dalton ship. Here's I think my issue, though. Here's my issue. You already have Andy Dalton, who is like, territorially peed on the starting quarterback job. Like (laughs) he is, he has made his statement. He's come out and said, like, I came here because they said I was the starter. Then you put up the tweet QB one. And then you say this in, in 
OTAs. You are setting yourself up for a very bad situation with Andy Dalton. If you're worried about protecting his feelings, this is probably the worst way you're ever going to do it. You're burying yourself. Do any of us think that Matt Nagy had anything to do with the tweet? Like the tweet is the silliest part to me. Like, remember when the Cardinals tweeted support of Josh Rosen before they took <laughs> Kyler number one? Like the tweet yep. means nothing. And they and got killed and, for it. So what if they got killed? Matt Nagy isn't concerning himself with the tweet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do the like, oh, some intern shot the tweet off. But somebody who is not Matt Nagy shot the tweet off, and that's fine. But if anything, culturally, this is not a Matt Nagy problem. The Bears have a warped way of going about this because they did the same thing to Mike Glennon, right? Like, come on over, be our guy. And then, boom, here's this rookie we're going to take, and now things are really awkward. And so I I think we all think it's inevitable that, you know, that Justin Fields is going to be starting sooner rather than later. I, if, if Matt Nagy wants to be nice to Andy Dalton in the meantime, I don't think that's the biggest flaw. He has a lot of other flaws that are much bigger. But it just speaks to the organization and the lack thereof by Matt Nagy. He doesn't have everybody on the same page. He just doesn't. It's clear. Like, he's trying to make... a leadership issue. Right, exactly. It's a leadership issue. He's trying to make nice to Andy Dalton. I don't even know why, RJ. If Andy Dalton got cut tomorrow, would you would you say that the Bears' win total is drastically different than what it would be if Andy Dalton was the starter for all 17 games? I don't think so. No, I I don't think that at all. But So then what do we have to be nice to this? Why do we have to take Andy Dalton out for an ice cream cone? I, I think we're <laughs> only looking at it through that objective or through that lens, which um, is a nice term or a nice uh, analogy. I've never heard that before. Uh, it does have a, some like look at the flowers uh, sort of qualities to it. If you're a Walking Dead fan, that was a really uh, horrible moment in that show. But um, anyway, um, to get off of that tangent, maybe it's also, again, these are NFL head coaches, this, you know, archaic, like we've got to make Justin earn the job, you know, like, and, and they, they want to, they don't want Justin to feel like he's being crowned. He's being anointed. Like, Maybe it is their total full intention. Like, do we do we really think that Matt Nagy was going to go on Chris Collinsworth's podcast and completely outline his strategy for the season, including the most important decision that he has to make, which is who his starting quarterback is going to be? He just did. He just laid it out. Maybe he threw it. Maybe he threw us off the scent. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't. You know, I just. I I think this is a little bit off season. This this is a little bit like. I can't believe what Matt Nagy said. Justin Fields, we all know, will start this season. And so, but it it does have some shades of Bill O'Brien starting Brian Hoyer over Deshaun Watson, ultimately to yank him in week one type thing. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.